Hej, hallå! Så idag ska vi prata om depression. Jag kommer att ta den här podcasten idag på engelska. Och jag kommer att göra en summering med lite egna tillägg av ett TED-talk som drivs av Andrew Solomon. Depression, the secret we share. Andrew Solomon. I felt a funeral in my brain. It was like a drum that kept on beating. And my mind were getting numb. Space arrived and in silence wrecked in solitary. I fell down and down. We know depression through metaphors. That's why art therapy uh, can be used to describe our mental state through visuals. Um, I didn't want anything uh, like before. I woke up and I nearly wished that I was dead. Um, everything seemed like too much to do. Everything that I used to do, I could not do. There was no more happiness. And the most weird thing about it is that you know that it's so ridiculous while you're in it. You are in its grip and you can't do anything about it. It's like you're a prisoner in your own body. You start to feel less and less as a form of um, defense. And then anxiety attacks. A feeling of constant slipping, like someone is constantly pulling the carpet in front of your feet. Afraid all the time, but you don't know why. And you just want to die. You want to hurt others and you have to stop yourself from creating more pain. You are desperate. Time goes and you try to tell yourself that this will pass. That this will pass after maybe a month. I can do a month and I'm excited, it's okay. But time goes on. And what if I'm not one of those tough persons that can resist to live with depression? What if I will stay like this forever? I realized that I needed to get help, professional help, medication. Medication that I fear and doubted so much, but I needed to try something. I was lucky. I had access to good treatment. I needed therapy my whole life, because I never woke up after that. It was a chemical and physiological cure disorder inside of my body, which meant that I would stay depressive. And uh, as you all heard, probably rumors, depression therapy is a mental disaster. But it's not totally incapable of helping you through this crisis of life and death. So it works slowly over time. Depression is like the flaw in love. It's not such a thing as antipossession of love. And you, um, uh, you feel grief, 
which is a loss, total loss um, of happiness. You feel sadness based on catastrophic loss and you become depressed. Depression um, can be seen in different uh, levels. It could both be mild and there can also be terrible, severe episodes. So, uh, what is then a mechanism to survive? What do they do when we can't really trust our amazing depression therapies if we're not going to wait 20 years? It's just a lower way of being dead leads to death slowly. Slower way of being dead leads to death slower. So if no one's breaking this wheel of depression and darkness, we will slowly die. This manic depression is catanomic, it's not moving, it's a collapse. Um, you start to be mean, it's a veil of happiness. And it's very difficult with depressive people, compared to even schizophrenic people, to try to convince them there's a light inside. Depression people think they always know the truth. No matter what we do, we will die. They have a very hard um, mindset to change, to become positive, and they feel trapped in their own bodies. But this is not an illness. This is an existential questioning among depression. <coughs> when they ask me, um, do people do people talk differently with you now after you admitted this story after you came out and shared this uh, horrible 23 years of depression my answer is yes depression is a family secret that we all have and that we all share instead of confronting me as usual they started to tell their family stories we need to communicate we need to share our darkness because depressing uh, is an exhausting thing for everybody. And it just makes it worse. I tried all therapy and there was no help. Um, so I started to look more at alternative treatments. Um, there was a study showing that if you have brain cancer and then you stand on your hand 20 minutes every day, it will uh, help prevent uh, the brain cancer from spreading. But in the end, you will still die. So I started to compare this with uh, the phenomena of depression. And actually, um, the more um, tolerant regarding alternative forms to create change in your mind, the more tolerant you are to be able to live with your depression. So if these 20 minutes of standing on your head every day will create some form of change towards a more positive mind, that means improvement. That means that everything that catalyzes a change in our mind can be seen as something useful. 
So even if we go through bad experiences over and over again, we still try to heal and we don't give up. I would have killed myself if I wouldn't have tried that last time. But I am alive. We live the life. Uh, we live in the right time, even if it doesn't feel like it. It's a genetic vulnerability um, which creates an awful life. Maybe it is not treatable. <laughs> and it becomes a tragic collapse. In depression but we can change even if my journey took 23 years it changes all the time today I am not scared to out anymore I am not scared of getting help and the help keeps on uh, uh, lighting my fire to continue to do that very button run Depression is actually a news that needs to be spread. I met resistance to publish, to spread the wisdom of my story. Because treatment is not natural. So is then depression a natural part of us that everybody has, that they try to say to you that everybody has depression, it's a part of life. But it's not. Depressions happens when the system, the maladaptive system, is broken. And it creates a continuous sadness. And it's nothing that everybody has. And it's caused by grief of a broken system. So people ask me, what about this happy pill? Does it really work? Does it make you happy? My medication, which is the salt happy pill, it's not making me happy. But happy is not the opposite of being depressed. That's being alive. That's vitality. So at last, I am not sad all the time. About the small things. I'm not sad when I eat. I can cope with my everyday living. And I still feel sad about the global warnings, for example. Or about people who don't get treatment. So what is then the key for those who can live their happy uh, lives even with a severe depression? How do they manage compared to others? It's a mechanism of reservation. I was depressed long time ago, shutting out the depression that makes it worse. We have so many deniers in our society, right? And all of them just keep on telling themselves that they're happy. But these people are the ones that are going to go first. They're the ones who are blaming others. They're the ones that are shutting down and shutting out the effects of the depression. This is going to get worse for them to heal and come back to life again. The ones that tolerate the fact that they have these conditions, they... Uh, recover more fast. They are grateful for what they experienced during this precious time of this uh, sadness and depression. They will evaluate and they will share the stories for helping others after healed themselves. 
Because what is most important is that our needs are our greatest access. So continue to seek meaning in all directions. Don't stop. You have to break the wheel of sadness. Vitality is the opposite of depression. It's not happiness. I found myself again in living hell. I rise and accepted my condition. Highly privileged story. Good night.